0: Welcome to Your Life Matters Today, hosted by Dr. Cliff Robertson. Listen in close for tips and the tools you need to discover how to build your best life, overcome mental health challenges, and understand your self-worth. Now, here is Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Well, good morning. This is Your Life Matters Today, and I am your host, Dr. Cliff Robertson, Jr., and it is such such a good day to be here with you. It's, you know, the, you know, (laughs) wow. We're still mostly in need of rain in most of the country. Um it's uh the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's a it is truly a a beautiful day to be to be alive. And I want you to hear something. I, I usually start the show this way, but I I just want you to know that your life matters more than you could ever imagine. That you have made a bigger difference in this world than than anybody else that could ever be you. You are, you are doing it and you are doing it well. And the reason why this is so important is that if your life was not here, if you've, if you've watched the, you know, the movie, it's a wonderful life. And if you haven't, I would recommend that you do. But in that movie, uh, the, the main character, George Bailey, as struggle because he's wanted to leave he wanted to go see the world he was thinking that he wasn't making a difference and he wanted to build buildings he was going to be an architect he wanted to do all these things he had these big dreams but something kept kept him in his little small hometown and he just kept doing his job he just kept doing his job and kept doing his job and helping here and helping there but just just doing his job not really not coming up with a cure to cancer, not building these huge buildings he had this vision of. Not going and seeing the world. He didn't get to do that. But he did, cap but but he did keep on going. He, he kept on going and and one day things spiral. One day things get really bad, which happened to us all. Tragedy strikes. Bad things come, you know, it it just happens. And he began to think, my life is worth more dead than alive. He had this insurance policy, and he just knew that if he were to die, it would pay off and and, and solve all the problems. And he wished that he had never been born. Well, then, as he is approaching the bridge, as he is actually standing at the bridge, getting ready to jump off, uh, an angel drops from heaven, falls into the river. And George is called to the rescue to jump in and, and help him out. This angel starts to show him what the world would, be, would have been like had he not been there. Had he not been there, that the whole town would have been dramatically different. Dramatically different. When we think about that, when we think about how that you know our lives impact the world around us it's probably far greater than you could even begin to consider really and truly far greater than you could even begin to consider. There was a study done by a meteorologist and he wanted to see how weather patterns are created, what impacts weather here that started somewhere on the other part of the world. And what he determined was, and this is fascinating that when something as insignificant as a butterfly flaps his wings on the other part of the world, it has a ripple effect and an impact on weather patterns in this part of the world. So if a tiny butterfly can impact weather here when it was somewhere else on the other part of the world, imagine the impact your life has. Imagine the impact your life has. Today we're gonna talk about some really tough topics. The first topic we're gonna talk about ties into this exact same thing. And it is suicide. Suicide is, well, it's probably one of the toughest topics, if not the toughest. Suicide is death caused by injuring oneself with an intent to die. Suicide, a suicide attempt is when someone harms themselves when they're trying to end their life, many factors can increase the risk of suicide or protect against it. Suicide is connected to other forms of injury and violence. You know, it is It is chilling to think about. Suicide rates in this country have increased by 30% from 2000 to 2018. There was a small decline in uh, in, in, to, in 2020 And I believe that was because we were around other people more. We were not, you know, most of us weren't isolated. We were, maybe we were staying at home because of the pandemic and we were around other family members. So there was a bit of a support network there. But here's what's fascinating. Every 11 minutes, someone dies. So while we have been on this show in this first segment, someone's life will have ended because they took their own. While we were doing this entire show, we will have lost one veteran and we will have lost a total of five people. Let that sink in for a moment. Let that let that ruminate in your heart that that people are dying all around us. And I want you to know you don't have to, but I but I want to continue because I because I want because I want the gravity of this problem to really hit home today because, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm Mr. Positive. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing all the good things, all this, but today I really want us to go deep in this tough topic, at least in this first segment, then we're going to go to another tough topic in the, in the, uh, in the next segment, we're going to deal with people with disabilities. So and, and chronic illnesses, so every 11 minutes. So while we're doing this show today, while we're in this first segment, someone is is taking their own life. Here's what's here's what's scary is that in addition to that an estimated 12.2 million Americans, American adults seriously thought about suicide in this past year. 3.2 million planned a suicide and 1.2 million attempted suicide. I don't have the time to do the math <clears throat> on that but if 47,000 each year are taking their own life imagine if we were to do the math on the 1.2 million and uh that that are attempting suicide you know that is staggering absolutely staggering and you know I I just want just want to say this if one of those is you don't realize that your life matters more than you can imagine and you just might be successful this time in, in in your own life and that's not a good thing because it impacts everything else around you I just did some math while I was while I was thinking about it and that would mean you know 1.2 million people a year attempting suicide that is almost 3300 a day that is overwhelming absolutely overwhelming. So but the truth is that suicide affects people of all ages as well. Suicide was among the t- one of the top 9 leading causes of death and it is the second leading cause of death for people within the ages of 10 to 25. In other words, our kids are killing themselves. Nothing could be harder to deal with as a as a parent or a teacher, knowing that someone you know and loved took their own life. It's time that we have these difficult conversations with people. A lot of times we don't know, you know, the people who are serious about committing suicide oftentimes don't talk about it. They don't say, I'm thinking of ending my own life. That is typically a cry for help. And we need to answer that cry. We need to be the person that kind of stands in the gap. You know, we could go through all the different demographics, but at the end of the day, the the truth is suicide and suicide attempts have a far-reaching impact, both emotional, physical. Um, people who attempt suicide and survive may experience injuries that have life lifelong effects on their health, um, and they experience depression and mental health concerns. The good news is that more than 90% of people who attempt suicide and survive never go on to die by suicide. And I excuse me, I believe that is because when they do that it gets the attention of the people around them. But we don't want to take that chance. We really really don't want to take that chance. See, suicide can be suicide can be prevented. It can be prevented because we can we can see the signs. Some of the signs are going to be that somebody is getting rid of their stuff. Somebody is donating all of their money. Now, I'm not talking about a um, a Bill Gates or a Warren Buffett kind of donating all their money, but someone who doesn't have a lot all of a sudden decides to donate everything they have. Or someone who was normally... Verbose and talks a lot, and it was engaging. Is all of a sudden very dark, very moody. Uh, that you ask them what's wrong, and they say, "Oh, nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine," and they don't engage anymore. This is a sign that someone is has gone inward. And as we go inward, a lot of times we are contemplating darker things, and that's that can never be a good thing. So I want you to be, keep keep an eye out. One of the other things, though, that I want you to realize is that again, while most people who are successful at committing suicide won't tell you that that's what they're going to do, they won't. They will. They there may be a couple of signs, but they but they really won't tell you. We need to keep an eye out. We need to be looking. And when there, when you see it, when you see the sign, when you see someone who is whose personality has dramatically changed, or maybe they're going through a really rough time. Maybe, maybe the challenge is they've lost a loved one. I will tell you from my own experience, 20 years ago, I lost my wife, a little girl in a car accident. And I will tell you that there were a number of times <clears throat> when I was serious about ending my own life. And nobody would have known. Nobody would have known because I wasn't talking about it. I didn't go and say, you know, in a conversation, "Hey, I think I'm, I'm I'm thinking about this." No, it was just me. It was just me. And nobody would have known until they found me. That's how that goes. But here's the thing that was so that was so interesting. And in my world when I was when I'd gone to that place, um Faith caught me. I remembered when I was when I was in that really dark place, and I was sitting in my truck and it was raining outside, but it was raining inside because, because I was crying. I remembered about this little Christian bookstore across the highway. And I didn't know what I'd find, but I knew I needed to find something. I knew I needed something. I didn't know what that something was, but God did. God knew what it was. God knew what it was. So I go over there and I'm and I'm going through the, the different sections of books. And there's a section on grief, and I and and I see this author that, that I recognized, a uh, Dr. Luis Palau, and here is this book, and it's like and it and it starts to kind of beam out at me as a, as like a neon light, not really, just in my own mind, and it says, "Where is God when bad things happen?" I was thinking, this book is for me, and it was, it absolutely was. It was it was the book for me, and I will tell you that. It pulled me back off the edge. It really did. And there's times when it's grief-related, then there's times when other tragedy, or maybe our bad choices catch up with this and we feel like we're worth more dead than alive, or maybe there's circumstances beyond our control. When I, I was I was writing the book, Your Life Matters. And I would encourage you to go check that out. In fact, you're listening to Your Life Matters Today, and I'm Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. But when I was writing that book, I, I remembered a story. And I, and I wrote about it where where a gentleman, you know, an older gentleman, he'd gone to the hospital. He had had, had knee replacement surgery and he was um, going through a tough time. Rehab was tough, but he'd got through it. And when he got home, he had all these medical bills and he saw no way that he could ever pay all that. And and yeah, he had insurance, but he he, he didn't really grasp why he was getting these bills. He figured insurance had paid what they were supposed to pay, and he now he was responsible. He had already he had always paid his bills, and he was afraid he was going to lose everything. He was going to lose his house, and his wife would be destitute, all because of this surgery. So, he did mention he he, he did mention to his wife and his son that you know that he thought he would be worth he was worth more dead than alive, and that all these bills were piling up, and he just couldn't see his way through it. So they took him to, you know, you know, you know, they took him to a pastor. They took him to his pastor, and they were, and, and they talked about it, and they talked about it, and you know, the pastor talked um, talked talk to him about that. You know, insurance will go through it. It'll take some time, and you know, they'll anyway. At the end of the day, you'll probably owe nothing, or if you owe a little bit, you'll owe a little bit of your deductible, and you'll be fine he never really completely understood that he, he, he never really did he, he 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 couldn't he was in such a dark place he couldn't process that so when he when he uh um when he was um going through that he he finally determined that his life was over he wanted to take his own life because he knew that he had insurance. So he walks through this and nobody knew it was going to happen. Nobody knew it was going to happen until the sheriff knocked on his wife's door the next morning. And their world came crashing in. Two weeks later, all their bills, all those medical bills had been paid. All of them had been paid. Minus like, $1,000 deductible. He ended his life because he didn't want to leave his wife destitute all over a $1,000 deductible. He didn't know. What should have happened is when that gentleman had expressed that desire, he shouldn't have been left alone for a period of time. The general rule of thumb is when somebody is considering or attempts suicide or something like that that they should not be left alone for at least three days three 24-hour periods they need to be monitored they need to be looked after you can't just assume that once you have talked to them and they say they're okay that they're okay because i will tell you the truth is they are not they are not okay so You can have a positive impact today when you look for those people, when you see those people that are challenged and struggling, or maybe they even talk about it. And just because yet they say, no, listen, really and truly, I'm okay. Don't believe them because they probably just want you to go away so they can do what they're thinking about doing. And would you be able to live with yourself knowing that that's what they did? I want to thank you for listening in. We are not done today. We're going to deal with some other tough topics today. Yes, that was pretty tough, but we're going to continue on in the next segment. The next segment we're going to talk about disabilities and the sense of worth and sense of worthlessness and all the things that that are challenged there. I'm going to share some personal stories there as well. So you're listening to your life matters today, and your life does matter more than you can imagine. This is Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. We'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you're struggling to understand your self-worth or deal with mental health challenges, you will want to tune into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. Dr. Cliff and his guests will help you understand and work toward what you need to build your best life. Your Life Matters Today. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson If you have a question for Dr. Robertson or his guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141 That's 888-346-9141 now back to the show with Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Well, good morning and welcome back and you know, this is a this is a tough show today. This is Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. and I'm so happy to be here with you today. And, but we're talking about some really really tough topics and you know, they they can be tough to tough to hear, but I but I really believe they're important to to really dive in and understand the uh, you know, how these things impact us, and you know the first you know the first segment was about was about suicide, and and how how difficult it is to um, really understand and 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 deal with and process the this this next segment is about disability and how it negatively impacts our world and how it can destroy us in the process absolutely destroy us and not just physically, but the way it makes us feel emotionally, you know, one day you're working and then you're not, you know, I, I, I wrote in my, you know, in my book about, um, Joni Erickson Tata, you know, she was a young girl and full of life and vibrant and, and doing everything, you know you know young girls do uh swimming and playing and you know and probably had a crush or two on you know on on one of the local boys something she was always doing something and you know swimming and diving and all that were important aspects of her life um and so one day her her and her family are out and and, and they're they're jumping off this jumping off this this cliff and uh you know, she jumps and, and, you know, does this perfect, um, perfect dive. But then she doesn't come up right away. And, you know, one of her family members goes in, goes in after her. And they lift her up and out. And they end up carrying her to the shore. And they call the ambulance. 911 gets there and they, and, and, and they take her in, in one moment. She's this happy, vibrant young girl. And in the very next moment, she is a quadriplegic. She goes from full usage of everything to not being able to use anything. And you just think, wow. Wow, that is horrible. That is beyond beyond belief. I mean, it absolutely is. And she struggled. Oh, Lord, did, did she struggle? You know, there were times in her life, just like we talked about in the last segment, when she felt her life was over. She felt her life was, you know, she was helpless and hopeless and, and really just wanted to end her life. She really did. And the depression was so overwhelming. She oftentimes didn't know how or what to do. But then one day, one day, she, uh, started writing. How did she write? She's a quadriplegic. She wrote with her mouth, with a pen in her mouth. And then that went on to, beyond writing, to painting. Then from painting and writing to speaking. Then from painting, writing, speaking, to sharing her story with other people. She attributes the fact that God was in her life, that God, even in the deepest, darkest valleys, and there were some awfully deep and awfully dark valleys that she went in. God was with her. God was with her. She did not know what, how, what or how her life was going to turn out. But as God began to <clears throat> speak into her life and give her that hope, she began to see little glimmers of light, little glimmers of hope here and there, and the depression began to lift. Now, it still comes back. It still came back and, you know, you know wanted to beat her down. And at times, she really struggled at times. Probably even today, she still struggles. But one of the things that's so interesting about the story of Joni, Erickson Tata is that she has written that she has been able to impact more people through her disability, through her accident, than she would have ever reached, and she would have ever reached on her own had that not happened. Because now she's got a radio show, Joni and Friends. She's been, she's helped establish foundations to help support. She's spoken around the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's written books. She's done movies. She's even gotten married. Yeah, she got married, and you know what? You know, I love the story, you know, of how her and and Mister Tata got into, got into the relationship. He was a, he was a high school football coach. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, you know, on their on their very first date, he had to change out her colostomy bag, but he knew that there was something special about this awfully special woman, and <clears throat> and in. And in loving her, he helped to change the world because his support of her was 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 just pure love and and you know I can tell you from I can tell you firsthand not from working with Joni er because I've never met her I've read I have seen the movies i've I've read the books and I love her story in fact <clears throat> you can you can go and you can and you can buy those books and you can you can actually buy some of the artwork that she's done, which is amazing, and and you better have a big checkbook too because it's it's not cheap. But my my own wife has a disability. It's called she, CMT, which is Charcot Marie Tooth. It is a uh, neuromuscular disease that is debilitating, and it, it begins with your uh, extremities and works its way in. It also has the uh, impact of, you know, impacting breathing. So there's all kinds of challenges. It, it affects your walking, it affects your hands, it, it affects a lot of different things, and and I and I get to see firsthand what that does and the the depression or the anxiety that is that is that you know, you know, you know that attaches to it. And and I just want you just just want you to hear that she is a daily inspiration to me because while I have you know, I have my own challenges, but I don't have the challenges that she has. And and while I can say that I can that I that I'll struggle with things, I don't struggle. I don't have the same struggles that she does. But one of the things that I have learned is that she worked through all of this as a as a school teacher. She taught gifted and talented um junior high kids. And and I remember her sharing some of their stories and and some of the ways that she worked and and impacted their lives even working through her challenges with this with this neuromuscular disease and even though she has this dis, you know debilitating disease that was that has been progressively getting worse all this time she poured into those kids and those kids today still stay in contact many of them do and You know, they've gone from this small, from a small East Texas town to working in various capacities all over the world. That's exciting. That's exciting to consider. So let me ask you a question. Are you dealing with a disability today? Are you challenged in ways that many of the people around you can't understand? I know it's hard. I know that it's hard. I know that it can be discouraging. I know that you can get to a point of feeling helpless and hopeless. But I want you to know that you are uniquely gifted for something. You have talents that go beyond your disability. And you can make an impact probably far greater than you can imagine. You may say, I don't know what that is. I'm stuck in a wheelchair. I am, you know, I can't do this and I can't do that. But here's my question. What can you do? What is it that you love? What is it that you are good at? Maybe you are good at sharing a story. Maybe you are good at writing. Maybe maybe you have maybe you have a gift for helping work work through problems. Maybe there's you know what it is. I don't. But I will tell you that your life has a purpose. Your ha- life has a meaning. <clears throat> beyond what you can even fully grasp. And I want to challenge you today to really look for that, to really see what that might be, because I know it's there. You may say, but you don't know me, Cliff. You, you don't know my struggles. You're right, I don't. I, I I don't know what it is you're going through. But I can tell you that I see the struggles of somebody who's disabled every day. I see it. and and, and But I also see the impact that she has i see the impact of others that 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 have disabilities i see the you know you know a lot of times you'll see like the other day i was watching tv and i and i see this um this this commercial for the uh, you know the shriners hospital for children and i see all these kids on there that have all these different manners of challenges and yet they're sharing a little bit of their story To help somebody else. They're already being helped. Now they want to help somebody else. To encourage them to. You know to try to. Get somebody to begin to. You know to give to the cause. Whatever that is. They are making a difference. Beyond their own disability. But I want you to hear this. Your life matters. Your life matters. You have a purpose. God God has not made a mistake with you. And what I want to challenge you to do is, I want to challenge you to walk through a couple of questions. I want, I, I want to challenge you to do this. I want to, I want to, I want to challenge you to ask yourself this first question: What is it that you love? What is it that you love? There's something that we all love. There's something that we all love to do. There's something that we that we just can't get enough of. What is it that you are good at? Even in the midst of your disability, your brain is still working. Your brain is still processing. There are things that you're good at. It, like let, Let's take Joni Erikson Tata for example. She painted. She, she wrote. She began these foundations. She did a lot of different things. She had She had this active mind. She wanted to help. She wanted to make a difference. And she did. What is it you're good at? Take my wife, for example. She works on my book. She, she helps to edit. She gives me inspiration and ideas. She helps me in ways that I can't do on my own. I am not an editor. In fact, if you read the things that I have written prior to them being edited, you would think I needed to go back to school. Yeah, you, you would. I'm telling you. Um, grammar is not my strong suit. But it is hers. And she is extraordinarily helpful with that. Not only that, she has great ideas too. And she's extraordinarily creative. Our house looks like it looks on the inside, not because we have money, because we don't, because my wife is exceptionally creative. I'm her, I'm her Sherpa labor. I'm her I'm her I'm you know, I'm her worker bee. I do what she tells me to do. But I tell you, I wouldn't know to do it without her direction. I want you to hear that. What is it you love? What is it you love to do? The next thing I want you, next question I want you to ask yourself is what does the world need? What does the world need? See, what is it you love? What is you're good at? And what does the world need? There's a cross section in there somewhere. There's there's something in there that that ties all those together. And that becomes your why. That becomes that thing that only you can do, that only you are gifted with the passion and the gifts to do. Something in there. And you know what it is. In fact, right now, if you're listening, this this is applying to you. Whether you're disabled or not, this should excite you. Now, there's a fourth question here that, Sometimes it's applicable and sometimes isn't. What is it you could get paid for? Because if it's something you love, if it's something you're you're truly gifted at, and if it's something that the world needs, maybe there's an opportunity to get paid for it. Maybe you share your story of overcoming. Maybe you share your means of, of getting past this or working through it. Or maybe you share the story of hearing this, this guy that you never heard of before on a on a, on a radio show or podcast who inspired you to do something you go and do it and you go talk about it not that you're going to tell them about me but because I don't care if you know who I am or not but you tell them that this changed your life and you became you started doing this or maybe you started speaking maybe the uh, maybe the TEDx stage is your next you know is your next venue you just never know do you but I'm going to tell you. That you have a why. Not only do you have a great worth in this world, but you have a why beyond anything you could imagine. So think about what is it that you love? What is it that you're good at? And what does the world need? There's a cross section in there somewhere. And that is you. That is your purpose. That is your why. And you can begin to make a difference today. And who knows, maybe it'll tie into that fourth question is what you can get paid for. Wouldn't that be fascinating? Wouldn't wouldn't that be life-changing for you? You could put those together. Maybe you need to be talking with a life coach that can help you walk through that. Maybe you need to be working with someone who can help you to identify those strengths. There's all sorts of tools out there to do that. If you would like some direction there, I would be glad to help point you in the right direction or help you walk through it myself. You can send me an email at Dr. Cliff at drcliffrobertsonjr.com. Again, that's Dr. Cliff at drcliffrobertsonjr.com. And if I can't help you, I can certainly point you in the direction of someone who can. Love to be a, love to be a part of that solution for you. But I want you to hear me as we close out the segment. And by the way, you're listening to Your Life Matters today, and I'm Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. I just want you to hear that truly, truly, it's not just the name of the show, but your life matters today. Your life matters more than you can imagine. And it's important that you get a hold of that worth. Your self-worth is far greater than you know. You matter in this world more than you know. Let's not give up. Let's keep moving forward and discover that why. You're listening to Dr. Cliff, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm.
0: self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. If you are a senior and want to share with the world an epiphany you had or want to hear the stories of others, you'll want to tune into the Something Happened Talk Show, seniors' accounts of overcoming challenges, with your host, Dr. Veronica R. Lynch. Dr. Lynch and her guests will inspire you with their accounts of epiphanous moments in their lives. The Something Happened Talk Show, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: The White House doctor makes house calls.
0: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. If you have a question for Dr. Robertson or his guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- Three four six nine one four one. Now back to the show with Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Well, good morning again. This is Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr., and I am so happy to be back with you guys. Um, this is the final segment of the show, and I, and I just want you to and, and, and I just want you to hear something real quick. I, I just want you to know that this is going to be one of those shows that you remember. This is going to be one of those shows that is um impactful on your life and 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 i really want you to hear that i really want you to hear the uh um uh, the, the the importance of the show because you know when we are um when we're lost in our in our own world world when we are when we are challenged to when we're when we're challenged to see beyond our, ourselves for a moment it can be it can be difficult But when we take that challenge on, when we we begin to say, okay, maybe there is more to me than just this. Maybe there's more to me than just this moment. Maybe there's more to me than just this pain. Maybe there's more to my life than just going through the motions. Maybe I do make more of an impact. In this final segment, you know, we've been we've talked about a couple of really tough topics in this show. And for those of you just now tuning in or those of you listening to the recording, I want you to go back and and look this up on the Voice America empowerment website so you can listen to the entire show. But we're recording this last segment because I really want this last segment to go go far and wide because I believe it's important in this world there's a lot of tragedies going on the first segment we talked about suicide the second segment we talked about disabilities and and we talked about how we can overcome and how we can work through those challenges this segment i want to talk about what happens when the worst happens what happens when there is a school shooting and we lose someone that we love someone that is dear to us maybe someone in our own household what happens when there's a car accident or a fire or a flood or something really horrible happens. Maybe a loved one is taken, takes our own life. Maybe, you know, we could just go on and on, but what, you know, what happens, what happens then? You know, we, we you know, we see that and, and, and we feel that intense, an intense loss or, Maybe it's not, maybe it's not the loss. Maybe it's, you know, maybe we've been struck by, by the, you know, you know, by, by a sexual trauma. Maybe we've been, uh, abused and taken advantage of, and maybe it's trafficking. Maybe it's sex trafficking. Maybe it's, I mean, there's all this stuff. This, this, this world is horribly broken and horribly broken things happen, but we can't give up. We. There is are still more to us than the very worst things that have happened to us. Maybe it is we have made some horrible choices and it's landed us in jail. And now we don't know where our life's going to go from here. Maybe we just got out and nobody will hire us. Maybe nobody will hire you. Maybe you think you would just be better off if you weren't. Maybe the world would just be better off if you weren't here. I want you to hear something. That is a lie. That is an absolute unequivocal lie. The world would not be better off without you. In fact, there are people that literally depend on you each day in one way or the other. You may think, how is that possible? I don't have the time to go through all the different demographics today. But I want to share something with you. I have been through that that pit in a number of different ways, some by tragedy, some by my own choices. I would encourage you to read my stories. I've got two books out there. One is Your Life Matters: a Toolkit to Change Your World, and the other one is Transformed. And both both books share a little bit of you know what you know. Your Life Matters shares a little bit of my story. Transformed is my story, and, and I would encourage you to look it up. You can find it on Amazon. But uh, what I what I want you to hear is this, though, is that even in the very deepest, darkest pits, when I wanted in my own life because of, you know, my wife and little girl were gone, or the bad decisions that I made brought me to brought me to a point of, of absolute losing everything, including my freedom. And I wanted to do that. A couple of things pulled me back. when I believe that God directly intervened. And two, I still had something to live for. That I, I had a son, and my family, and I knew that even though I had hurt them, there was something I had to do. There's something you have to do. But in coming to that point where I, I was at, I was at my point of greatest despair. I will tell you that God intervened. And what I want you to hear, he'll do the same for you. I want you to know that God is there for you. Maybe you're listening today and you don't believe. Maybe you're saying, okay, well, what about me? I'm, I'm an atheist or I'm a Muslim or I'm a Hindi or I'm, I'm, I'm agnostic or whatever. Here, here's what I want you to understand. Is that your life is interconnected with literally thousands of others. And when you are not here, it is it is adversely impacting this world in ways that you can't even begin to calculate. Can't even begin to calculate. So here's the thing. And here's here's the here's the answer. Take that next step. Do something. Do something to positively impact the world. You say, well, how can I do that? Maybe you just buy that cup of coffee for the person behind you. Maybe you help somebody out. When I was at one of the points, when I was at my lowest, I I was encouraged to go buy a plant at Walmart and walk out the store and then give it away to somebody. You may say, well, what difference did that make? I will tell you that it made a bigger difference than you can know. It really and truly did. It It helped me but it also helped that person i remember i i, I can still remember the ladies you know you know you know the elderly lady's face when i went you know when i interrupted her as she was walking out the door with her cart and i and i asked and I, and, I, and I said ma'am would you mind terribly if if i were to give you this plan i hope it makes your day and she looked up up at me with the biggest smile you could ever imagine <clears throat> and we began to talk and i helped her to her car with her groceries And before you know it, she was on, you know, she was on cloud nine. I was on cloud nine. And that pit of depression I'd been in all of a sudden had evaporated. In fact, it felt so good. I went in the store and I did it again. So I want you to do something today. I want you to do something today that gets you out of your comfort zone. Because that was way out of my comfort zone. Do something positive for someone today. I will tell you that it'll make a bigger impact in your life than you can know. I want you to start doing something else too. I want you to begin to journal. Yeah, I want you to get out, even if it's just a pad of paper. You may not even have an actual journal journal that's got fancy and this and that. Maybe it's just a notebook. Maybe it is just a pad of paper. Maybe it is a single piece of paper. And I want you to write. I want you to put the date at the top and I want you to write down how you feel, whatever it is. When I journal, because that's, this is what I do. When I journal, I'm literally writing. I just, I start off by saying, dear Lord. And however I feel, this is what I write. And then I ask him to help me through it or to open my heart to what he has for me. And, and this is what I do. And I, I, and I will try to, I don't always do it, but I try to put, couple of things that I am grateful for on that on that same piece of paper. Not long. And then I want you to do something else. I want you to download this application. It's free. I'm not getting paid to, to send you there. It's called Our Daily Bread. ODB.org. Uh, Our Daily Bread. It is a free application. It gives you a devotional. And it takes about two minutes to read but it'll share a little bit of God's word and it's going to be a story that I believe will impact you on a regular basis. Maybe not every day, but most days it'll impact you. And by doing these things, by doing these things, the psychological research has proven that these things elevate a person's sense of happiness and well-being. It will help you. And 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 here's what's interesting that the the research has shown that uh, they, you know, they did a study on on two different groups: those that had become paraplegic or quadriplegic, and those that had won the lottery. At the moment of those incidents, the happiness level was dramatically different between those two. As you might imagine, the person who's won the lottery, their happiness is through the roof. Those that have just suffered a tragic tragic accident, you know, their happiness is through the floor. Couldn't be any worse. But a year later, here's what's interesting. A year later, they're at the same level. They're at the same point. They're back to a place of equilibrium. So it's not so much just what happens. It's it's life and our status quo. But the thing, what they've proven is we can do a couple of things that will elevate our sense of well-being and happiness. And a couple of those things are what I've just talked about. Journaling. Meditating on sacred scripture. Doing something for somebody else. And the fourth thing is getting some exercise. 20 minutes walking, generating a little bit of sweat. These things will impact us and will help. So here's what I want you to do today. Today, I want you to get that piece of paper and write a few things down about how you're feeling. A couple of things you're grateful for. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to get out of the house, get out of your office, and go do something for somebody else. Maybe it is buying that cup of coffee. Maybe it is um, buying that plant. Maybe It is something completely off the wall that you can't even begin to imagine. Maybe it's walking down to a soup kitchen or helping out at a homeless shelter. The key is that it has to be going and doing something for somebody who cannot repay the favor. In other words, you do it for a family member, they return the favor. No, it has to be something for somebody who cannot return the favor. And I will tell you, if you'll do these things on a regular basis, these things alone will change your life. It will absolutely change change your life and your sense of happiness. I want you to do a couple other things as I close out because I'm just about out of time. It's important that we know our worth and it's important that we know our why. Our why can be be found really quickly when we write down what it is that we love, what it is that we're good at, and what it is the world needs. The intersection of those three things is your why. And the fourth question you can add to it is really pretty simple. What can you get paid for? Because maybe what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, you can get paid for. Maybe you can't, but that's because that's not the point. But the point that I that, that I really want you to get here is this. What I really want you to come to understand is that when you determine your worth and you figure out your why, your world changes. This has been a fun show today. This has been good, and I've been, and I've enjoyed doing it, even though we've talked about tough topics from suicide to disability and the depression associated with it to where we are right now. And I want you to hear this. Your life matters. I want you to say to yourself, my life matters. God's word, it tells us that you are his masterpiece created anew in Christ Jesus for the good work that he ordered for you from the beginning of time you might walk in it you're a masterpiece you are worth it your life matters this has been Dr Cliff Robertson Jr and I have been so happy to be with you today next week we'll have a couple of guests on that I think will that will lighten up the lighten up the message a little bit maybe but I just want to thank you for listening again it's Dr Cliff Robertson Jr your life matters today more than you could ever imagine make it a great day
0: Thanks for tuning in to Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. Have any questions for Dr. Robertson? Join us on next week's show and share your story or thoughts. We hope we've helped you overcome some of your deepest inner struggles. Have a beautiful week.